up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault, view some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in my girl, Kate. Kate, how are you doing this evening? I'm so good, Derek. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. Perfect. Next, we have got Pete. Pete, how's it going? Hello. That's all I have to say. Hello. (laughs) And back from her long cruise-induced hiatus slash COVID, we have Sam. Sam, good to see you again. Oh, it's so good to be back. I missed you guys so much. We missed was, you too. I was yeah. not sad to miss you the first couple of times when I was on a cruise, but was extremely sad to miss you because of COVID last week. So anyway, yeah. it's lovely to be back with you all and lovely to be back with our audience. And glad you're feeling better. Thank you. I Amen. Too. Oh. COVID thing, not fun, by the way. Just not fun. Nope. Had it in January. 100% COVID caught. Yeah, on the team. Right? Oh, yeah. Are we all? We all had it now. No, I'm the last. My, my boyfriend currently has it. I can't yeah. believe I survived two years yeah. before I got it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Crazy. we've got uh, Steve says, hello, Hi, Steve. tuners. Hey, Steve. And Ed says, hey, tuners, you're on the bike trainer, so can't Ooh. comment. Make great workout material. Someone's got to do the workout for us. So yeah. I like <laughs> right. it. Well, if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, share. That way you'll never miss a moment of us. Truth. And, but as we usually do, first thing we talk about is the Disney Plus news. Kate, what have we got this week? Well, I need you to pull up Ed's comment real fast. This is, you know, the wheels no, on my right. Remind me of the moon. Ed and I are just, we're like this. We're just, we're tight. Okay. Anyway, Disney Plus news. Here we go. Uh, Star Wars Visions is reportedly getting a season two debuting sometime in October or November of 2022. The same anime studio that worked on season one will be back for season two. So that's fun. I, enjoy, I enjoyed Visions. I really enjoyed Visions because it was something that was completely unattached to anything, which I like. I was going to say, I can't remember how we felt about Visions. I did not like it. This was, it was liked, the one was anime. It was all different yeah. styles of anime. It was, I didn't like it. Um, at all. It, it was all right. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Derek, what did we give I it? Gave it? I gave it a four. You gave it a three. Pete gave it a two and a half. Sam gave it a point five. So. <laughs> I told you I hated it. <laughs> wow. I think, I think if you're, I would say if you're ever curious about what we have given past shows, they are all up on our pl- website at pl- website at plusplatoon.com. You can go in and see what we've thought or any show we've ever reviewed. Yeah, so. I think that might have been my lowest marks. Um, um but what if I yes, gave yes, pretty low? Yes. Also, it but. is no, it is it is your lowest. <laughs> yeah. <Woof. laughs> all right. 
continuing on with another uh, low. <laughs> I believe I gave this one pretty low numbers. The Proud Family Louder and Prouder has been renewed for season two. Next. I don't. I was going to say, I don't think any of us have anything okay. adding to that. I'll just, I'll just say good for them. It's a kid's show. It's not yeah. really surprising that we didn't like it. It's, it's that's definitely fair. not, it's not a kid's show. That's also geared to adults. It's right. really it's no gravity show. falls. Right. Yeah. It's no Shrek. Oh wait, that's not Disney. Never mind. Strike that from the record. <laughs> yeah, All right. And last but not least, there is going to be a new Simpsons short released on Friday when Billy Met Lisa features Billie Eilish looking for a place to practice her saxophone. And you know what? I am I am outspokenly not a huge Simpson fan, but this could be really funny. This could be good. I agree. Um, I like when celebrities come on The Simpsons. Yeah. I haven't watched The Simpsons much in a really long time, but I think this could be a fun short. Yeah. Has potential anyway. Yeah. So as you have seen through our social media this week, we are jumping a little way back into the vault and viewing Enchanted. Now, how do you know if we love it? Okay. So, <laughs> no. And I'm saying that is really hard without having. How do you know if we love it? <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> and. I am going to start with Kate on this one. What did you love about this? What was good? Yeah. Uh, as a music person, I love the music um, from this from this movie. I will tell you, uh, the gentleman who trained me on how to DJ weddings, because um, I have DJed some weddings before, the song that we will always end the night with is so close. And the thing that we have, like the bride and groom dance, and we have ask everyone to exit the room so they can get ready to like, have bubbles or whatever um so close is such a beautiful song but uh i hold on i want to double check on the questions okay um we talked a little bit about this and derek you can stop me if this isn't the right time to talk about this but i think i like this because it does have parody like substance to it it is so ridiculous that it works. I feel like if they had tried to take it any more serious, it wouldn't have worked. Um, ever since I very first saw this movie, the, in my opinion, the MVP of the movie is the little, the little chipmunk mouse thing. Um, the whole, when he's like, Apper, no, thank you. He's <laughs> good. I mean, I can, I can remember reenacting that really well. Listen, I've had many years of practice because (laughs) that part made me laugh, especially when it goes, (laughs) like uh, that just, and look at what I did for 10 years as a performer like that. It, that part will always make me laugh so hard. I cry. Um, The mix between animation and real life it's just, it's such a good parody. If if parody is what they were aiming for, they nailed it. Um, I loved it. I'm, and James Marsden is just my heart and soul. So, um, yeah, that's, and I do, and never mind, I'll hold that. Uh, go ahead, Pete, it's all you. Yeah, I, I agree with you on the music, though there's not a lot of it in it, but there, but the, you know, the, what's there is pretty good. Oh, I got a cat. Um, Overall, I mean, I like it's 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 got some parody in it, but it's also semi-traditional 
princess type story. So I like the, I like the twist that the movie was. I think it's the best parts of it are when they have the characters from the, um, the fairy tale world confused by the real world. Um, I love that scene with uh, James Marsden when he's in the hotel room and he's like magic mirror, tell me where she is. You know, he's watching TV (laughs) and and, uh, any scene like that, the scene where, uh, where uh, Giselle is cleaning the, cleaning the house and all the, the rats and the cockroaches come in and then, and then, you know, the daughter comes out and she's like, Oh, (laughs) <laughs> I, I that that kind of stuff just just uh, um, I really get a kick out of. So there's there's some really funny stuff in this movie. Um, I do love the costuming in the movie as well. I think they really did a beautiful job with it. And I like the 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 act the acting in it. Amy Adams. I mean, this was before she was really famous, and we all knew how good she was. But oh, she's so good in this movie. Yeah, this and, was really her breakout role. Yeah, yeah, she's she's so good in this role, and you know, she's since played much more serious roles. Um, and I and I do think uh, Patrick Dempsey and um, oh, now he's going to James Marsden uh, are both really good in their roles as well. I I do like the again over the topness and then um uh wormtail <laughs> peter pettigrew peter, Pet- peter, Pet- <laughs> peter pettigrew <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of him as anything else but i thought i thought his character was uh was funny as well so i did very much enjoy the humor in this movie so what about you sam i i have to agree with pretty much everything you and Kate said, the thing I love about this movie is that it is satire. It is a parody. It makes fun of itself, right? If it, if it was serious, it would be horrible, right? This movie is good because of how funny it is because of how over the top Amy Adams plays it as being this innocent princess where everything is perfect and she falls in love with somebody she just met it's very um you know it's very anna from uh from uh god how can i not remember the frozen. name frozen thank you it's very anna from frozen right so it's it's just you know fantastical and that you know the way that she like looks at the rats and the pigeons and the cockroaches as you said pete it's just hilarious she treats them just like they're beautiful little woodland creatures right so and and james marston does such a wonderful job in this movie of just playing it so completely like prince charming over the top to the point of ridiculousness and i i I love that i think he does such a good job when he's when he's slaying the bus it's just it, it's just hilarious. It's it's a beautiful movie because it's funny because it doesn't take itself seriously. It is for I would say the target audience is definitely more of the younger crowd. I don't think this is uh, as much a movie. I think this is well the the making fun of itself part is more for the adults. But I think the movie is generally for a younger audience. I don't think it's like super sophisticated. Um, and the humor is not super sophisticated. There's obviously some slapstick humor in there. Um, but I, I really enjoy the music as well. I, I agree. I wish there was more of it. That's the only thing. Cause it's it, the music that is there is so good. I especially love the ensemble scenes where like, how do we know, right? Like, with everyone in Central Park dancing and singing along when the guys on the steel drums start playing, how do we know? <laughs> it's it, just amazing. Just that that's the, my favorite scene probably in the whole movie. Derek? 
What do you think? Um, now you have to realize this is the first time I have ever seen this movie. I did I did not watch this when I was younger. That being said, I can't believe how no one has mentioned all the Easter eggs in this in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Just um now I've got a deep one that you've got, yes, you've got you've got her holding the jewels up, and that's dopey. But right. I've got a deep one that most people don't notice. When she's flipping through the when they're flipping through the TV, you've got Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy on there from Fun and Fancy Free. Oh. When when the the Willie the Giant section. Yeah. Um and Eileen Woods and Mary Costa, the original Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella, are in the are the two old ladies in the ball scene. Oh, that's yeah. who that was. Did you, did you yes. see the my post on Instagram? There was actually. I was, was going to ask you, Pete, who were seven they? princesses? No, no, I yeah. got a big no. I got a big issue with seven. I got okay. a big what? issue with seven. Elsa is not a princess. She's the queen. She's officially not a Disney princess. Uh, Andrews is not a Disney princess. She was and, not one of them. I didn't. I didn't listen. Okay. No. And okay. Then who? Then who? Pedro, Pedro Hera or yes. Pe, uh, yeah. So I've met Ariel. Her. She's really nice. Uh, Belle was Belle. there. Um, Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella. Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella. Pocahontas. Uh, Pocahontas was there, and I didn't put a picture of it. But Amy Adams is. I'm sorry, a Disney print. Well, I guess she's technically not a princess because she didn't she's marry not a princess. <laughs> but. She should be a princess. <laughs> also, and please That's someone fine. correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure Amy Adams owns the rights to her character, and that is why you will yes. not see Giselle in the parks. And why there's no dolls. But she, so anyway, Interesting. I, actually, I actually have a I, I I didn't I meant to bring it up with me. I have a enchanted merchandise item Ooh. that has Giselle on it. Wow. Except I forgot so, to bring it up. Maybe I'll bring it next week. Yeah. But, <laughs> so Anyway, um, Susan Sarandon, can we say how great of a villain she was in this? Yes. Even though you only see her for a few minutes. Um, she's what she used to be called a scenery chewer. She yeah. just eats up the entire scene as she's going. Uh, I'd love to call back to Maleficent with the dragon in the green fire. There's the funny moments. My favorite line, when the dragon's on the building, Giselle goes, you're crazy. I'm spiteful, vindictive, very large, but never crazy. <laughs> um, I'm going to remember that. For the most part, I didn't mind the campiness. It was fun. Uh, mm -hmm. James Marsden as Edward was great. He's been in cornier roles. Oh. Corny. corny. Hairspray. Yes. Oh, Corny Collins. Collins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that Thank was you. good. Um, I did watch an interview where Patrick Dempsey said this was his one of his hardest roles because he had to play it completely straight. Right. Well, yeah. everybody else could be super crazy. Right. Um, everybody else could be over the top. And he was, the, yeah. as you said in the post, the straight man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I loved seeing the hand hand animation, even though it was not done by Disney. Ooh. It was had to be oh. out had to be outsourced to James Baxter, who worked on Lion King and Beauty and the Beast, but he had started his own company by this point. And there were not enough huh. people at Disney that could do the animation, so they had to outsource it. Really? Uh, mm -hmm. Fascinating. Fact. I didn't know the that. The more you know. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, go ahead, Kate. Well, so uh, you can finish, and then I'll add in my two things. No, no, go. Well, so two things. Um, one, 
I loved that the the um, comparison between James Marston and Patrick Dempsey, the mm-hmm. way that they played that, the way that he was like, why are people singing like the just that that like and and James Marston nailed that very aloof um mildly ridiculous prince like that was character yeah that was so that was so brilliant to me that was something that stood out so much um as as a pro as a as a great Mm -hmm. thing was the the balance there and then my next one i realized is going to be answered in the next question okay um and and sam i'd go back i take issue with you saying this is not a movie for adults? No, no, I didn't mean that it's not one that adults would enjoy. I just mean, I feel like there are some movies where the audience is really, that they're aiming for is adults, but kids might like enjoy it because it's got animation. This one I felt like was one where the the jokes were ones everyone would get. Obviously there were Easter eggs that the little kids wouldn't get, but the, the jokes weren't like super sophisticated that would um, go, you know, go right past the younger yeah. audience. Okay. Uh, Gina says Susan Sarandon was such a great villainess. The rats and cockroaches cleaning was hilarious. Uh, Ryan Goat says Patrick Dempsey being flabbergasted by Giselle. Definitely what makes the movie. Mm-hmm. Loves it. Uh, Steve says it's a chipmunk. Does the charade so well and no one gets it. Totally. Um, or I wouldn't say no one gets it. The prince doesn't get it. <laughs> yeah. uh, as Nick says, no curtains are safe. Uh, Gina says, yeah, the restaurant is Bella Note. Yeah. Um, oh, was it? That's so yes. fun. And in the office that has, um, oh, Jody Benson. Help. Jody Benson. She's the secretary with the aquarium, and then the music in the background is an instrumental part of your world. Well, so oh. when pa- so Paige O'Hara is on the TV in the soap yes. opera, and the music is also Beauty and the Beast. If you if you listen carefully in that scene as well, for anyone so that, who's wondering, Paige yeah. O'Hara, I have met in person, and she is a lovely mm. human. I have also heard that Jody mm. Benson is a lovely human. Yeah, that's what okay. I've heard. Um, now we've all said how we know if we loved it. What wasn't so magical about the movie? And Pete, we're going to start with you on this one. Okay. What wasn't so magical? I generally like the movie a lot, but I have two things. One's a technical thing and one is a plot thing. The technical thing is overall effects are pretty good in the movie, but you get to that dragon effect at the end. And I mean, this is like 2007. How are we getting like mid nineties? Let's shoot it in the rain. So they can't tell how terrible our special effects are (laughs) dragons. Uh, I just, I was, I was like, it was distracting to me how bad that dragon was at the end. Um, The other thing is, is kind of a more major one. Like, you know, the whole thing is about, oh, how can you just fall, you know, meet somebody and fall in love? And uh, and even to the point that she's like, oh, I better go on a date with this prince to find out if I really like him. But somehow she falls in love with Patrick Dempsey. And we really get no feeling of that in the movie. Like, like he doesn't seem like and, until all of a sudden, like it's convenient that they're in love. Like we really don't like they go out, they go to the pizza place and now they're in love. I don't. Like, I don't know. I, it, it, if it's, if it's parodying, if it's trying to parody it, I don't think, I think that's where it lost the parody. 
And it kind of annoyed me at the end that like, like she should have been like, well, I think I like you, but let, I think we should date for a while or something like that. Not I'm in love with you now. <laughs> I mean, I need, know they had to get to the true love's kiss at the end, but that was, that was the biggest thing in the movie that just like kind of turned me off to the last third of it. Um, Still enjoyed it a lot. There's still some very funny moments, but I thought that that aspect of it didn't work for me. So what about you, Sam? So From your uh, the articulating, I think you're thinking the same thing. I'm so yeah, I was so animated because you stole exactly what I was going to say. It's sorry. It's totally ridiculous that she falls in love with Patrick Dempsey in such a short period of time when they didn't show really any way of them falling in love with each other, you know, except for the pizza date, right? So that, that is spot on. I mean, if you're trying to flip the script on a princess, a traditional princess story, a fairy tale, and you're trying to make it, I mean, they did it in one way in that they made Amy Adams, Giselle's character, Giselle um, save you know, save Patrick Dempsey right. at the end with the sword by throwing the sword and, and obviously her trying to fight the dragon and, and whatnot. So they did flip the script in that one way, but they didn't do it in two ways. One is her falling in love with Patrick Dempsey. And the other thing is the kiss. Okay. Like if you're going to flip the script, why do you have an unconscious woman needing to be kissed by a man who she supposedly apparently just fell in love with in like two days? So there's a couple of, I don't think they needed the true love's kiss. I think they could have done it some other way. There could have, they, they shouldn't have done the story uh, with the, with the kiss part uh, or somehow flipped it on its head. Right. And, and that's one of the things, I mean, frozen did it later, but that's one of the things that exactly. I loved about frozen was, Oh, it's not about the true love's kiss. It's about the sisters, right? It's about love between, right. Exactly. Love between sisters. This could have been, right. um, you know, some other could have been about, you know, you know, true feelings or even life. I, I don't know how like, they would have done it, but yeah, yeah but it I, I agree. It, yeah, they, needed it to, they needed to somehow flip that. Right. They need to flip the whole true love's kiss idea in some other way, especially not with an unconscious woman who can't consent to be kissing, to be kissed by a prince. Okay? Can I play so, devil's advocate for a second? Sure. Uh, just like I, t Sam, you know, I a hundred trillion percent agree with you. But if we are looking at this from a satire parody of a fairy tale, I get why they did it that way. Well, but but they should have it should have still played a role in the sense of like that she thought true love's kiss or, or you know was supposed to save her, but it should have been something else that saved her is what I'm saying. That would have been the way to flip the script on the you, they would still have been parodying the the true fairy tale like they did with the dragon, like they did with, I mean, there's I a lot of stuff mean. they parodied. I just think they, they, they could have taken it one step further and not made the whole kiss thing. And, and, and as Pete said, the entire, the falling in love in like the matter of a few days. Right. So yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Derek. Oh, um, <laughs> so mm, got a couple, <laughs> got a couple issues with this. Running time on this is an hour 45. Okay. There is a reason that most of the Disney princess movies were under an hour and a half. <laughs> there is 15 minutes you could have cut from this. Yeah, there's a degree. Yeah, totally. I'll agree. Minutes. It was long. It was the word that came to mind was slow. Um, 
The idea behind we've watched the, slower. Wait, aren't you yeah. the slowest? <laughs> I know. Is it's been worse. <laughs> I know. We, I, I know. We've watched slower. Trust me. I know. But this was. And speaking of that, we'll get to Moon Knight in a little bit. But um, <laughs> no. Um, if the idea behind this was to spoof all the old Disney movies, if that's the case, it didn't. To me, it didn't go far enough. I agree. It did not go far enough. Good spoofs. A let the audience in on the joke that think Shrek, think Mel Brooks. Yeah. They let the audience in on the joke and then they take that line and they step way over it. That's a good point. Um, Okay, Sam, I'm going to go with Kate. If they have to have the true love's kiss, if you're truly going to parry it, you have a line of guys standing there trying to figure out which of her, which of them is trying to, is the true love's kiss. Yeah, I mean that would have been a way to do it. I don't, I don't chip, like the consent part there, the but that would have been a funny way. Gets in on it. I mean, that, <laughs> that I was mean, what I was going to say. Is it's the chipmunk? Or have Patrick um, Dempsey eat the apple? Okay, and Ooh. if it's, I mean, that's they hit on all the tropes, and one that's not really mentioned in uh, in Dina Menzel, the soon-to-be stepmother. Her last name's Tremaine, um, which is the stepmother's name in Cinderella. Oh, I did not catch that. Uh huh. Um, and while we're on the topic of her, why doesn't she sing? Don't you take mine. Don't you take mine. <laughs> now. Don't you take it. Okay. Okay. Now. Okay. Then I'll wait and you can talk about it a little bit, but I've got a fact. I'm guessing you probably don't know about that. Um, probably. You're probably right. But I will, I will say the songs have a way of absolutely burning themselves into your brain. Um, and to me, that's, that's the genius of Alan Menken. Yeah, because it's the melodies. It's not the words, which the words were actually by the um, by the same guy who did Wicked with Indina Mazzone. Steven, Steven Schwartz. Steven Schwartz. So, but yeah, she Indina Mazzone just coming off of Rent, just coming off of Wicked, and she's the one that doesn't sing. Anyway, sorry, Kate. Um, but so I had some issues with it. Biggest one, as I said, was didn't go far enough, and it was slow. Kate. Yeah. So you just took my whole negative, but that's fine because we steal each other's negatives and positives all the time. All the time. Uh, my biggest negative. Listen again. This is a parody. I I agree a hundred percent with Derek. I think as you said it, that it didn't go far enough. Um, maybe not on the kiss part, but to, to let you in on the joke and all that stuff. Um, but. Uh, you have Idina Menzel, who, especially at this point in her career, was like it on Broadway. At this point, she had been in the original cast of The Wild Party, Wicked and Rent. Mm-hmm. Like she was, sis can she was belt it. her face off for days. Now it's a little bit harder. She's gotten a little older. Like I get mm-hmm. it that it's not easy, but. And they didn't have her sing. That is my biggest like. You're gonna, you're you're gonna make a pseudo movie musical. Have an icon from Broadway, and not have her sing. Now I will say this was her first movie, but it's also a case of she and James Marsden actually did have a recorded song that was originally supposed to basically be the finale song that was going to go over the top of all of their happily ever afters and it got cut. Um, oh. 
That's terrible. As Steve says, it was planned for Adina to sing, decided to not fit her character, living in the real world and not the cartoon fantasy world. To me, at the end, she goes to the fantasy world. Right. It works. Agreed. Um, I think when she went to the fantasy world, that's when yeah. they could have had that her. They the could have had her sing yeah. as a cartoon yeah. character. And yeah. Steve says the plan is to have her sing in the next movie, which I will say all of the main cast is back. The big four are all back for the next movie, oh, which is fantastic. Which I think I saw has actually finished shooting and is it's, coming out sometime this fall. It's and it's I believe going directly directly to it's Disney direct, Plus. It's, it is direct to Disney Plus, so that will de- so. definitely be one that we hit at when it comes out. Yep. Um, That's the only uh, negative I have. Yeah. Really, uh, Gina thought it was too long. Um, Nick says he doesn't think the prince would have called his mom by her first name. Agreed. It was his. Agreed. It was his stepmom. It was his stepmom, not his. Not it his was mom. a stepmom. Yeah. So okay. he wouldn't call her by his by her okay. first name. Sorry, Nick, eh, you're wrong. Maybe. So. <laughs> I call, okay. I call yeah. my stepmom by her first name. So exactly, oh most people call their step parents okay. by their first name. So we have James Marsden as Prince Edward. We have Patrick Dempsey as the lawyer. And for the ladies, which one would be more like your prince? And guys, which one would you like to be more like? <laughs> so, Sam, your turn to get started. Okay, well, Patrick Dempsey's a divorce lawyer, so he's too cynical for me. <laughs> um, I love James Marston in this movie. I think the prince is, I mean, I don't know that I'd really want to like be married to either of them to be perfectly honest but i just adore james marston i think he is adorable i think he's hilarious i i think his the way he played this role was just spot on and so because of that i have to pick the prince derek who are you like um i will say i have a hard time not feeling sorry for edward um (laughs) he did nothing wrong from his point of view, that was exactly what she wanted. That's exactly what he was supposed to do. He did nothing wrong, but he loses his dream girl. It reminds me of the Bill Pullman character in Sleepless in Seattle, who is the original fiance, who does nothing wrong. Okay, hang on. I have to stop you right now. Do you understand that you just quoted my favorite movie of all time? That <laughs> yeah, is we'll my... work on that as we go. That, oh... Um... <laughs> Walter. His name was Walter in the movie, everyone. Okay. But anyway, he doesn't do anything wrong. He loves her. He's everything she's wanted. And he loses her. He doesn't actually really love her, though. Remember in the scene where they have the dinner? He does. Yes, he does. But he realizes he loves her enough to let her go. I don't think so. I think they both realize they don't really love each other. Um, <laughs> let's not go been, too far into a different movie yeah. though. Anyway, um, so, but he didn't do anything wrong. I agree with you. Again, man. I mean, to Ed, I mean, for me to be Edward, the total devotion he has, I have a hard time going against. Kate. Well, now you got me thinking about Sleepless in Seattle. So, <laughs> when Harry Met is a better movie. So anyway, oh, oh, listen, there are very few hills that I will die on. And I will write a dissertation on why Sleepless in Seattle is the greatest movie of all time. Anyway, Walter. Okay, Um, what was the question? (laughs) Look at the bottom. James Marsden or McDreamy? Um, So 
I want to be really cheeky and be like, neither. I want the chipmunk. But um, <laughs> that would be cheeky. I, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm goofy. I'm super goofy. And so I and James Marsden just. But OK, now, to be fair, I have trouble seeing Patrick Dempsey as anything other than McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy. And he was not one of my favorite characters on Grey Anatomy. So I would have to, see to go. Kate, you need to see him in Can't Buy Me Love from back in the 80s. Now, that's Ooh. a movie he was wonderful in. Yeah. Hey, hey, Sam, you know what movie you should also watch? That was made in 1994 starring uh, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. You've got mail. Sleepless in Seattle. No, you've got mail. Was nineteen ninety eight? Thank you. That is my I, I second love, favorite movie of all time. I do love both of those movies. Oh, they're so now. good. I listen. I could talk for hours. Anyway, um, you, you can ask Ryan. Ryan will tell you. I can talk for hours about this. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go James Marston. Pete, is it four no, for four? Now, now I feel bad for poor uh, Patrick Dempsey that he's he's been left out in the cold. I'm probably in, probably in the real world. I'm probably more of a Patrick Dempsey. So, and I I, I if I, I think if I had his looks, I you know, and my wife prefers uh, Patrick Dempsey. So I guess I'm gonna go with I would I would be the Patrick Dempsey. Okay, that's fair. I mean, if that's what the wife prefers, I get it. Yeah. Um. And and Gina says in '07 it would have been Patrick Dempsey. So. I, I can see that. See, in J- James Marsden, I just see Cyclops. Oh, and see, James Marsden, for me, I see Corny Collins all the way. <laughs> what about, um? what is that, 27 Dresses? He's, like, so dreamy in that movie. James can I recommend Tom Hanks from a movie from 1994, uh, <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle? You can always recommend Tom Hanks. Okay, he she works. can recommend everything, but, you know, <laughs> she can also go away. No. <laughs> so, okay, as we always do, Pixie Dust ratings out of five. Kate, you are up. I'll give it a 3.5. It's good. It's fine. Oh, you stole mine. Yeah, 3.5. Worth watching. Not in the regular rotation or anything, but, you know, it's probably been 10 years since I saw it, and I I did have a good time with it. So, three and a half. Yeah, that's so funny. I'm exactly with both of you at 3.5. I I feel like this is a, a real fun movie to watch, but it's not one that I find myself going back to to watch over and over and over again. And so that's why I can't give it a four because I feel like something that's a four is something that I, um, it's like a go-to. I want to rewatch it, even if it's not my absolute favorite at a five. Oh, Sam, would you like to know what I would go back and rewatch over and over and over and over? <laughs> that I would absolutely no. give a five to? Seattle? Robert Downey Jr. Seattle. Yeah. 1994, Tom Hanks made I will rewatch okay. You've Got Mail over and over and over again more than Sleepless in Seattle. I'm just going to put it there. I hope that's not fighting words. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Um, I'm glad so these aren't Disney anyway, movies. Back to the show. Um, for me, it's a three and a half. I'm, I think we're straight 3.5 across, wow. across the board. Has that ever um, happened before? All Never. We've never um, all had the same. Uh, Toy Story got straight fives, but that, other okay. than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, straight three and a halfs across the board. Um, I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again. It's cute, but again, it's not going in the regular rotation. I, I I will say this, even at the time when it came out, I wouldn't say this about a lot of princess movies. I the con the the idea of a sequel to it is not a bad idea. Like to me, to me, finding out what happens to these characters down the road, and the fact that it's called Disenchanted. Uh, to me, it makes for uh, what could be an interesting movie 
Maybe not, but we'll see. Okay. Um, and from what I've seen, like, like they have to go back to Andalasia at some point to take care of something. There is kind of the plot behind it. So, uh, Nick says three and a half. Steve's at three. Ryan's at four. So, overall, fairly well liked movie. Yeah. Okay. The other thing we watched this week was Moon Knight. We are now halfway through the series. We are at three out of six episodes. So is it really it, only six episodes? Oh, wow. I yes. didn't know it yeah. was only six. Yes, it's That's only crazy. six. So now that we are at the halfway mark, uh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. what are your thoughts? Me? Ew. Me. Um, <laughs> I, I am... thought you said ew. Ew. <laughs> ew. Ew. <laughs> I am... I'm sorry. I'm really enjoying this series. Uh, I I love that each episode has felt a little different. Again, I've said this every time we've wa- we've watched an episode. We're getting a very linear story, which we haven't gotten from Marvel. There's a, there's always been this like denseness when all these subplots and everything like that. And 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 this this show is fairly straightforward. Um, I liked that this episode had. Um, you know, uh, it, it did wasn't exactly the same as the other ones. We're starting to see more of Mark. We went and saw what you know. We saw the gods and everything like that. Um, we kind of got to the end, and there was a little bit of a twist with Conchu. I won't go into exactly what that was, even though we're a spoiler podcast. But I, I, I'm I'm really enjoying the series. Every episode I'm enjoying. I love the way it's shot, and I I think the plot is very tight, and it doesn't feel overly marvely with i mean it's still marvely but it's it's gonna be it's marvel um so yeah i'm i'm looking forward to 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 this series and uh you know i feel like the other thing i'll say one more thing every other marvel series pretty much has there's been an episode that has felt like a filler episode like okay why does this Okay, and I, I can see you're saying this one was. I didn't feel that way with this episode. I thought it still moved. I thought this one moved the plot forward more than the last two. Um, so I think uh, I think that I'm really enjoying the series. Uh, Sam, what about you? Were we watching the same show? Especially when you <laughs> said it was straightforward. Like, nope. I don't understand how anyone could think this show is. Where's my confused Kate sign when I need it? <laughs> Seriously, I so I I messaged uh, the other uh, tuners about this after I as I was watching this last night. I watched all three episodes because I have been behind. Um, I wanted to watch them all when I was feeling better so that I could actually pay attention. Cause you know, with Marvel, with Marvel, sometimes things are complex and this did not disappoint in that regard. This is the most confusing um, Marvel show to me thus far. And that may sound very strange because I know a lot of people were confused by Loki, um, namely confused Kate right next to me. Um, but honestly, I, this is my least enjoyed marvel show to date i am not really getting well i i read i read episode recaps in order to understand what actually happened and what was going on with steven slash mark i understood that he had multiple personalities but did not really get what was going on too well by just watching the show so to be perfectly honest i i I don't like it I, we're three episodes in. I, I haven't enjoyed any of the three episodes. Um, and I I don't 
really understand what direction the MCU is going in based on the Eternals and this show, it's really disappointing to me, to be perfectly honest, because uh, neither of these shows or neither the, the movie, the Eternals nor this show has really sucked me in. Uh, I'm just waiting to get back to Dr. Strange and some other folks um, <laughs> as I finally did see the third, um, the, 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 the most recent Spider-Man, which um, yeah. But anyway, uh, I won't, I won't give my opinion on that since we haven't watched that as a, as a platoon yet, but yeah, I, I, I need to get back to some Avengers and away from these new uh, gods and goddesses and, and avatars so um and i also am missing why are we talking about avatars they're not the blue people so i want to go back to even said that in the first episode he did say (laughs) the first episode and that was a funny line but i would i would like to go back to avatar and back to pandora what about you kate uh you're muted I'm not used to being on the bottom a little, but Derek has dropped me down enough times because I've <laughs> talked about my favorite movie of all time, circa 1994, that I won't talk about anymore. Um, but so, Sam, out of curiosity, did you uh, and I know you've had the coves and you were on the cruises, um, but you didn't listen to the last two episodes of Plus Platoon, correct? I, I have not had the chance okay. to Derek no, that's fine. tell me I will I will probably understand a little bit better after I watch the discussion. Yeah. But I did, like I said, I did. It was able to read a couple of articles, of recap articles, and that totally. helped, helped me understand better. Yeah, totally. So I didn't either because I wasn't on two nights ago or two weeks you, ago. You weren't on for the first episode. I wasn't yeah. on for the first one, um, and I was rather confused, Kate, uh, a little bit. And if I had not heard what they told me last weekend or last week, I mean days have no meaning anymore last week i would have been unbelievably confused kate watching this episode so um i don't know how many spoilers i know we're spoiler filled i don't know how many spoilers we want to give go for it no go ahead go for it so so one of the things sam that was explained to me last week and boys please help me if i say this wrong is that he Obviously, and I'm going to say the wrong word, has multiple personalities. This is a multiple person, but there's at least three personalities. We have only right, we met, met two the of third them. one. We, right, we've met the we've met Mark right. and we've met Stephen, but there's a third one because we know that on from this this episode, we know that neither of them committed some of the the killings that, that have just happened. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So and we know Conchu's in there, but he's just he's not a personality. He's that he's the I guy. I will say have because of what you two above and Micah said last week, I am not as confused, Kate, as I was for Loki. Loki, the t- uh, wibbly wobbly timey wimey, I just like messed with my head big time. Um, I am enjoying this weirdly. I don't know why because it's not as funny as I usually like. It does have a little humor, but it's not as funny as I usually like. And it's dealing with a pretty heavy um, uh, mental health diagnosis that is scary. To me, that's that's very un that that isn't how I meant for to say that. Um, Sam, help me out here. Do you know what I'm trying to say? You, we know what you meant. And it's something okay. it's really hard to understand. Yeah. Hard, hard to understand. Thank you. Um, 
So, but I am weirdly enjoying it, but I think I'm only enjoying it because when in this last episode, when they were like, why did you do that? I didn't do that. I was like, I know this answer because it's not either of you. I think that's partly why I'm enjoying it is because I actually understood this episode. a little. Yeah, I, I do have to say Micah was a big help huge talking to him both on and the air and off the air yeah he should be back next week he was busy okay. this week he should be back next week so so Ooh, it's to that. yeah and he's like a wealth of knowledge but um overall i don't hate it it's not making me want to scratch my face off like loki did so derek <laughs> what about you <laughs> yeah I think Derek didn't like this episode. Um, you guys all know how much I love a chase action scene that starts an episode and is in the middle and is at the end. <laughs> um, this is the first episode that I have found myself thinking, is this over yet? Um, the I've first got, one? Yes, the first one. The first two I like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. This one, it's one of those, is this over yet? Um several observations I've made. First, uh, we have our daddy issues for the series because <laughs> Le- because Layla has not come to terms with her father's murder yet. Right. So there's that. Um, she is an interesting character in this episode. She's got that necklace that has its yeah. tie back to Khonshu. It looks like it's something that Khonshu would have given. So there's that. I also, you can also see that they're at least trying to make it seem like Layla's starting to fall for Steven as she fall, as she grows a little bit further away from Mark. Yeah, the look on her face. Jerk like Mark is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Steven and she have so much in common in their interests, you know? Uh, um, The other one I want to talk about, character I want to talk about is the the love goddess, Hathor. I'm probably mispronouncing that. The. The first goddess that encountered him before all the others, and then she's also the one that brought the the sorry the the bad guy in to see the Khonshu statue. Mm-hmm. Um, she's actually been mentioned in uh, Captain America's Civil War, um, and oh, is already oh, really? and is already in Black Panther under the name Sekhmet. It's Why the same do you person. Know that because I'm good. Um, <laughs> in but but it's the same goddess. And in the comics, the goddess then becomes a killer and is an enemy to Wakanda and the Black and the Black Panther. She may be one of the next big one of the next villains coming at us. Um or it's hard to say. I mean, they talked about that this was like separate, but I also was wondering I don't buy it. I don't buy I, it. I was wondering because this is not this is obviously not the first time we've seen gods. Right. I mean, with Thor and all right. the Asgardians are all gods as well. But what we're having in Thor Love, Love and Thunder, which is coming, is the bad guy in Love and Thunder hates all gods, all gods and wants to kill all the gods, which seems really strange that they would bring the Egyptian gods in right before yeah. that movie. So um, I wonder I wonder if we're going to see some of these characters in very possible. Um, I also think that there's the talk that Layla don't let her. Be, yeah, we really we're really. It's okay. Her. It's okay. Keep going, Derek. Let me finish. Um, so I don't think because there's talk about Mark saying don't let Khonshu take Layla as her next avatar. Mm-hmm. I think 
Hanthor may be the next one to take Layla. Because then if you've got you've got Khonshu and Hanthor, you've got those two in the talking with Micah, as I have it, I've talked with Micah off screen. They are actually they work together some in the comics. So that would be a good way to connect things. But guys, at this point, I just want it to be over. Um, oh, I don't hang on, can we wait? Can we back up a second? Yeah, sure. sure. Pete, uh, can you repeat what you said about that? It's not connected. What did you mean by that? Well, they've they've supposedly said that this is not. There's not going to be connections to the greater MCU for this series. That it's it's In basically more standalone. That's yeah. crap. Just just because yeah. they're saying it doesn't necessarily mean it's true. But that's. Right. I mean, you must admit, so far there's been very almost nothing referring to yeah. I mean what Derek just mentioned almost. but that's yeah. pretty sure small but yeah. I don't feel like Marvel ever does and again no, I, I, no. I agree with you this is a I think what the reason they said that is because this is a quote almost more like an origin story is kind of how they're treating this more and um, so, somebody right. said and that I, in the yeah Gina also said Gina says she needs an origin story maybe well, I think um, she's talking about she wants to know how Mark ended up with Kanchu. Okay, right, that's fair. I think yeah. I think we're gonna yeah. get more of that at some point because we know he said he was a like a corpse or you know so he's he was we know he was either actually dead or on death's door when Kanchu made whatever deal he made with him yeah. to be his avatar. And, and I've seen that some people think that Mark is now dead again now that Kanchu has left him. He's not because no. he. Kanchu told Steven to don't to make sure Mark gets me back. So right. yes, he's down there, but he's right. not dead. Yeah. And now, in theory, there is supposedly a huge reveal and cliffhanger in episode four. Um, the director likened it to bringing in Excalibur to the Arthurian legend. Um, the okay. exact quote was, it was such a gift that we got to do that. And they were jealous of themselves when they find out. I get kind of nervous about those statements. It can either be good or it can be really, really, really bad. Well, or is it only going to resonate with people like Micah who are comic book like um, aficionados? Is it going to go totally over my head? I'm hearing from some rumors I'm hearing. It will not Don't just spoil. be. I, 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 I'm just saying from the rumors I'm hearing, it will not just be be able to be caught by the greater, by the nerdier comic, by yeah. the nerdier people. It is okay. something that will be caught by everybody. So, um, Ryan has said he really enjoys the series, agrees with Pete, been a lot of fun, and this episode, I agree, felt like it moved the plot farther forward. Um, Steve says he loves that they're still pulling, peeling the onion back. So, we will see episode four comes out tomorrow. Then we will have two more episodes of this and this series will be done. Whether we see the characters in the future, who knows? Yeah. Recently, um, recently they've indicated that this is a one-off now. Of course, it certainly and, depends on how popular it is, but um, yeah, they, 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 I just recently saw a thing where they were saying, well, I shouldn't say that the way they're cause they consider when they submit things for awards, it's either as it's a series or it's a, what do they call it? Limited, limited, limited series. series. And so Hawkeye was treated as a limited series and this is as well. Yeah. And, and, Which means uh, WandaVision was also a limited two. series. Right. 
but the characters may show up again. Yeah, I don't know. I just want to see. I, I would prefer to see Poe flying an X-wing. <laughs> uh, knew you were going to say that. I knew. <laughs> I just really prefer that over this. Sorry, yeah. Mark and Stephen. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, and I said this last week, and I'll say it again because I thought it again this week. His ability to go from one accent to another accent, one personality to another personality is... Neither of which are his native accent. What is his native accent? So he's, he's originally South America. Guatemalan, right? Or Venezuelan or something like that. He's something from like South that? America. No, he's he was, a brilliant, he was, he's a brilliant well, actor. He was I, born in Guatemala and then I think he moved to Spain or something like yeah. that. But yeah, British and American, neither one of those is his native accent. Is his native yeah, accent. He, he does a wonderful job, but I still prefer him as Poe. Agreed. But I will say that he his acting in in taking two very different characters and portraying them back to back to back to back. And I know that's not how it's filmed. I know. But it's just he's very, very good at it. Yeah, those mirror scenes or the reflection scenes, they're very, very well done from the Agreed. from the standpoint of his acting and also the effects of how they're actually doing it. And it's, it's very well done. So, be interesting to see what we got next week from this series. Our main feature for next series, this Friday, coming Friday, is Earth Day. And Disney is releasing Disney Nature's Polar Bear. It's, it's in the vein of all the old True Life Adventure movies. They've got Disney's Whales. They've got all of these different movies. And we're, we're watching Polar Bear Moon Night. That's going to be an interesting show. Polar Bear Moon Night. It might spice <laughs> things up. So, um... But. I might I might like that better, Polar Bear Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> so watching Polar Bear, and we will also be talking about uh, Moon Knight Episode 4. Guys, if you are not already, please like, subscribe, share, give us those, get on, give us those five-star ratings so more people know about us. There's going to be some times, especially coming up in May and June, where we're going to need some stuff to watch. So please email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. We listened to all the suggestions. We've got a couple on there, but we've done most of the ones we've been sent. So I have a show that we can watch, a movie that we can watch, but it's not on Disney Plus. You're right. It's not on Disney Plus. 1994. Also a great movie. <laughs> no, now if we're going 1984, we're watching Ghostbusters. So <laughs> who are you anyway. gonna call? Um, also not on Disney Plus. Are you not afraid on, also, to know Ghost? So anyway, <laughs> guys, thank you for listening with us. We will be back next week and we will say goodnight, everyone. So bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. Good job in your work. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcast and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. 
The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Thank you.